1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host. Now, just to quickly explain what the fuck Boy Crazy Radio is, well, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio is a call in advice show. All right? For anyone and everyone out there, even you. So, whatever your your woes are, whatever you're bummed out about, uh, you call in to me, and uh, I will hold your hand through it, give you a hug virtually over the phone, over the internet. And uh, I'll make it all better, I swear to God. And uh, just, okay, if, if you feel like maybe this is not the place for you, let me just um, let me give you a few examples. I'm going to run down a list of possibilities, of descriptions, and if any of the following descriptions sound like you or where you're at, or even if they don't, whatever, rest assured, Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home. All right, you guys, how about this? Are any of you guys out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual are you newly single are you in a horrible stagnant relationship that you're desperate to get out of it's so fucking boring but it feels so familiar you don't know how to leave because you just feel like your brother and sister and you're just cozy together but you know you're gonna die and life can't go on like this are you a cutter? Are you a total fucking asshole shit talker that's two faced that smiles at your friends and then talks shit behind their back? That fucking sucks. Let's talk about it. It's at least, it's it's nice to know. It's just nice to know that you want to turn yourself around and that you feel like you're being kind of a crummy person. Are you a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands? that you bought at Hot Topics at the mall, and you put your straps way too tight because you're all nervous and self-conscious? Anyway, are any of you out there sitting in the middle of your little shitty bedroom just binge eating? Binge, 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 binge eating and picking at your face? Well, stop it. Don't do that, because then if you keep doing that, you're going to be all cop-marked and gross. Believe me, I have done it. One time, somebody knocked on my front door. Uh, I wasn't expecting anybody, which I hate. I hate it when I get unexpected drop-bys. And they, I opened the door uh, I think I was uh, my first apartment. It was a uh, it was a studio apartment, and some girl, this beautiful girl that I had actually just had a three-way with uh, a few nights before who broke up with her boyfriend after our three-way. Anyway, she started stalking me, but she was still beautiful, so I still put her on a pedestal and wanted her to think highly of me, even though I thought she was a freak. Anyway, one day she knocked on my door unexpected because she was trying to woo me after her and her boyfriend broke up after our threesome, and I was eating like a salami on the, on the carpet, like on, on the floor of my apartment. There was a blanket down. But I had I made, like, a little weird picnic for myself just eating a salami, and I had been so nervous and affected after this threesome that I had with these two bizarro heroin addicts. Uh, we did use protection. that I, like, stayed home for days after picking up my face, and I was binge eating on the floor of my apartment. So when I say that, it's only because I've been there. I opened the door. Uh, she looked at me, and she, was, she intended to woo me, but instead, after I opened the door, she goes, fuck, what happened to you? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Actually, it is is important that I say that because I'm just letting you know that in case you're experiencing the exact same thing or something similar, I've been through it. Let's talk about it. Hey, you guys. Are any of you out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Tell me about it. Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did all drunk at that party last weekend? I know. Let's talk about it. Are your friends total assholes? That, that, that make you feel worse when you're around them than when you're just all by yourself. Yeah, I can relate. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your uh, Facebook pokes, all of your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is what Boy Crazy Radio is. I am telling you, let me, Alexi Selene Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? All I want to do, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew you needed and wanted. And maybe if I'm lucky, you can consider me like the cool big sister, like your friend's cool big sister that you jerk off or masturbate to. Whatever. Either way, I want to fill that void and be that person in your life. So pick up your fucking smartphone, or you can call in using Skype or Gmail if you're in another country, if you're not in America. Do whatever you need to do to get through to me, all right? And the number is 646-378-0649. Once again, telephone number to reach me at right now. It is 9 p.m. Pacific – or it is 9.08 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesday, what day is it? August 28th, 2013. Dial 646 378 0649. Oh, you guys, I'm having so many thoughts and feelings already. I'm going to get to the phone calls. Uh, phone lines are heating up, uh, as, as they say in showbiz. Um, my mom is at Burning Man. Not me, my mom. My mom is at Burning Man, and I miss her. I feel like she's been gone forever. I don't know how long it's been. It hasn't even been a week, I don't think. Yeah, I don't even think it's been a week, and she's gone. And I recently found out that she knows how to braid hair really well, and she braided my hair the other day for this interview I did uh, for the show I produce on my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, and I'm producing this TV show or this, uh, you know, series on my website called Alexi in Bed, where I interview neat people in pop culture. And uh, my mom came over in between interviews I was doing. Uh, last week I interviewed Father John Misty. And uh, this woman, Sophia Amoruso, who's, like, founded this company called Nasty Gal. And who else did I interview? Anyway, my mom comes over to hang out in between interviews. I was very stressed out and just overthinking and wanting, making sure I was, you know, I was hoping I was entertaining and had all my questions prepared for the people I was interviewing. So in between interviews, my mom comes over, and I take a break, and I hang out with her. And uh, I'm trying to braid my own hair for the next interview. Because it's a one-man show over here. I mean, I, I do my own hair and makeup for my, my Alexi in Bed talk show. And my mom goes, do you want me to help you with that? I, I'm really good at braiding. And I was like, what? What the, what the fuck? You're really good at braiding? And it's taken me this long to find that out? Do I forget? And she goes, yeah, I used to braid your hair when you were in elementary school. For the first day of school, you always said you wanted a French braid. I totally forgot about this. I must have blocked this out. I don't know why I don't remember so many details of my upbringing. If anybody can shed some light on the reasons why I can't remember so many details, so many details of my past, I would really love for you to call in and let me know why that happens. Is it just like system overload? Like, do we just have only so much memory uh, that we're capable of carrying around in our brains? Because I don't know. Why don't I remember this shit? Um, So I went, fuck. Well, okay, braid my hair. She did it. It's amazing. Now I want her to braid my hair every day. I've got a bunch of looks. I've been tearing out braid looks from magazines. But she's a Burning Man, having a blast. I, I don't even know what she's doing. She could be doing ecstasy. She could be doing mushrooms. She could be doing liquid acid. I don't know what my mom's doing. She could be doing stand-up comedy because she told me that there are little stands for that where you can just walk past a place and you just get on a little pedestal thing or you know a little step with a microphone, and you can do stand-up comedy over at Burning Man. You can do anything at Burning Man. Apparently, I've never been um people think I'm closed-minded cuz I don't want to go to Burning Man and I claim to be an open-minded person. Well, I was doing my own thing this weekend. I I don't I do not want to go to Burning Man, okay? There I said it. I will maybe I'll go someday. I'm I'm not closed-minded to the possibility of ever going to Burning Man. Call me and tell me if you think I should go. Tell me why you think I should go. Tell me your amazing story, your most amazing sexual exciting drug-induced weird story or fun story or any story about Burning Man to convince me to go. I would love that. Area code 646-378-0649 is the number. But this year, I couldn't go to Burning Man because I was doing my own thing. I was visiting the guy that I was dating. Uh, He's in a band. Which band? None of your business. How dare you? Okay, it's Sum 41. I'm going out with a guy from Sum 41. Jesus Christ, what's the big deal? Yes, they're not the coolest band in the world, but they're legit. Just kidding. Okay, I'm not going out with a guy, with any guy from Sum 41. Wait, which band is Sum 41? I meant Everclear. Anyway. All right. So I was visiting my boy, uh, the guy I'm dating. I don't know. I feel weird saying boyfriend. Not because I don't love that phrase, but it still feels bizarre to me. And maybe it's – I think it's a sexy term, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never seen where he actually lives. Maybe I'm not allowed to call someone my boyfriend until I've actually seen where they live. That is none of your business either why I haven't. How dare you guys pry me for information? That's ridiculous. Anyway. I was visiting the guy that I'm dating, and I met up with him in Reno on Friday. He met me a few hours later. He flew in. His flight was a little bit later, so I went to a place, a place to steam. I steamed, and I saunted, and I hung out, and I got a tour of Reno, which was very quick, by a really friendly cab driver named Cullen. Coleman, Curran? Cullen? Edward Cullen. No, no, that's the name of the guy from Twilight. Um, but that's what his last name was, the Twilight last name. Okay, he was a cab driver in Reno named Colin. Yeah. And he gave me a tour and he told me about the Mustang Ranch. There's a, there's a, like prostitution is legal. There's a brothel in Nevada, in Reno, called the Mustang Ranch. And I was like, fuck, I want to go there. That sounds cool. Oh my God. Should I tell my, okay, I'm going to use the term boyfriend because that's technically what he is, but I still feel bizarre saying it. But I will feel comfortable at some point. Anyway, okay. So I was like, should I tell my, when my boyfriend gets here should i should i tell him to, like are we going to go to the mustang ranch and he was like i don't know i wouldn't i don't i think that's where you don't want to take your boyfriend and then i realized i had a bunch of thoughts and feelings if i was just there if i was just in nevada with my best friend who's a guy or a girl i would totally be like yeah we got to go to the mustang ranch but then you know when you're in love with someone and uh, you get protective and jealous and territorial or just a little bit like hey you might as well keep him out of uh, weirdnesses' his, his way. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to go there. Maybe I'm not going to take the guy that I'm having sex with to this place where girls strip and get completely naked and we will have sex with you for a fee. Um, but then I thought, even if I was on my own in Reno, even if I was just with whoever in Reno, I rethought it, and I thought about it on this level. Some pretty fucked up shit. Like this is what my therapist would probably tell me because I was channeling his energy or whatever whatever they say. Um I was thinking that's a pretty fucked up place to go if you really think about it. When if you take away the like the the first world like, oh my god, that'd be so crazy. We're gonna go to a strip club or we're gonna go to we're gonna go to a brothel. Isn't that fun? Like let's do this wild thing, everybody. When you strip that like joyous, like silly superficial layer away and you really think about it, shit is dark over there. Like, weird shit's happening. You know what I mean? Like, why are these women doing this? Like, what's going on? What drugs are people addicted to? What kind of, like, bizarre shit is happening with, like, I don't know. What's being bought and sold and traded and whose souls are black and why and who who's doing drugs to cover the sorrow and, and the pain and fill the void and the holes that are, like, you know in them for whatever reason like i don't know weird shit's happening i'm sure there are a lot of speed addicts there i'm sure there are drug deals happening i'm sure that people were molested i'm sure that uh girlfriends girls there have boyfriends who are pimps or who beat them up i don't know just like i was just thinking about the energy and it seemed like it would be like a low frequency energy like just i I would be surrounded by people that i would never want to hang out with in the daylight in my real life so why get that close um, and especially why bring some dude, uh, some guy that I care about that I'm having sex with. I'd rather just be naked in front of him than having sex with him. So that is exactly what I did. Anyway, um, I'll get to other things also, and I'm going to get to the phone calls. And, oh, by the way, if you're out there and you want to tweet me a question because you can't call in for whatever reason to the live show happening now, you can tweet me. At I'm Boy Crazy, the letter I-M-B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. That's the letter I, the letter M-B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. No apostrophe. It's just at I'm Boy Crazy. Um, and I will read your question during the show and uh, answer it. And I'm going to get to Boy Crazy Voice mailbox questions as well, because I always forget to do that, and i got to stop. Um, so I met the guy that I'm dating in Reno, Steamed and sauna, got a tour of Reno, met up with him. I hadn't had alcohol in a long time, so I like to just reserve it for like when I meet up with him and like, it's like, oh, it's a party, it's a vacation, we're going to hang out. And even though we get along very well and we're both sober and we have a great time. Uh, but you know, I've had like a beer and three shots of vodka probably in like three and a half weeks. So I met up with him and we had I had like six or seven Moscow mules or whatever, which is like vodka and ginger ale and, I don't know, ginger and lime or what have you, and uh, got very drunk. Oh, uh, okay, I'm reading my tweets. Okay, I got very drunk, and I am dating a band guy. I'm sure he's been around very drunk people and weird things have happened, and, and he's done crazy shit. But I'm the one who got us kicked out of a casino. So we, we went out. We got we had dinner we had drinks we went to some bar called the Infirmary in Reno. we were considering going to a strip club. We decided against it. We went back to the our hotel. Went to the casino in the in the lobby of our hotel. Basically, like I did everything wrong. I was like, uh, we started gambling. We played blackjack, and I think I, I just wanted to make that motion that you make when you're like, hit me, hit me. Um, so I think I was just doing that, even though the lady hadn't put any cards down, the dealer hadn't put any cards down. But anyway, so I'm getting drunk, and I accidentally—you're not—you're not supposed to do this, and I fucking did this stupid thing, and I saw myself doing it. I was like blurry, like I was blurry, like but I was like functioning and like telling myself like, wow, like you're pretty drunk, so you're not going to throw up, but you are blurry and you're on the brink. Like my eyesight was blurry, but I was like, just keep going, Whee! um This is fun. Let's take it to the limit, woohoo! Uh, and the guy that I was with uh i was like oh no you can't walk to the gambler. you can't walk to the table the um the blackjack table from behind you've got to like walk towards it from the front of it or else it's like i don't know it's, you can't go behind the dealer it's like a big no-no and i was like Whatever, peace and then i just all drunken idiot style like walk behind you know the, the dealer and and to to take a seat in you know at the table so i do that and uh you know and then like and i guess basically like she like looked over at security and was like she's had enough referring to me like i've i've had enough so uh yeah and then i think i called somebody a nerd next to me that's as bad as i get when i'm drunk i mean that's, i do get I, I can get worse i've gotten worse but i guess i like made fun of the guy sitting next to me and called called him a nerdly nerd or something this is what i heard anyway from there we went to monterey we went to San Francisco. I had tons of sex. It was exciting. I had sex in a tour bus. That was fascinating. It was like having sex in a coffin. That's not your business either. That's as much as I'm going to say about that. So now I'm back in Los Angeles doing Boy Crazy Radio. Phone lines broken. open, 646-378-0649. Yeah, so I was doing a bunch of stuff. That's why I didn't go to Burning Man. How dare you? And P.S., on a side note of a side note, the song that we heard at the beginning of the show that was going on forever for like an eon is a song called You Made My Dreams Come True by a band called Holy Shit. And I fucking love that song, but it's going on forever, so I just had to cut it off. Anyway, um, let's get to Twitter. Uh, Let's see. Who is asking me a question on Twitter? At Why Not says, Alexi, I'm on a low-carb diet and exercise program, and I've lost almost 50 pounds. I'm getting a lot of static from my lady. How how to deal? How do I deal? Um, and so I asked him, what do you mean? You're getting so much static. What does that mean? He said, uh, he said that he's, that she says that he's lost too much weight, and she's always saying things about, uh he's always at the gym, and that his face is too thin, and I don't want you to be too thin. Why not also says, he sent me a flurry of tweets. He says, I am nowhere near fit and thin yet. I think she's insecure. I tell her I'm not going anywhere. But he keeps getting static. They try going to the gym together. They go walking around the lake together. Uh, but she has no interest, interest in working out or dieting. God, I would really love to see a photo of you to see if you are, in fact, too thin. Because you might have body dysmorphia. You might not know how skinny you're getting. Maybe, And I would love to see a picture of your girlfriend also at why not. That would be very nice to to see a photo of your girlfriend because then I could see how gross she is and she's trying to sabotage you because she can't handle you being such a babe. Um, I'd say just, like, tell her to accept you. This is your new thing. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure your mood is enhancing all the time because uh, your endorphins are flying because you're always working out. Yeah, and just keep trying to go on walks with her. Let me think about this for a second. I'm going to take a phone call, and then I'll have a better answer for you at why not. Hello, area code 415. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And let's get into your problem. What's happening?
0: Nadia from Sacramento, California,
2: and I'm 31. Tell me everything, Nadia. Well, I am um, sad, single, and
0: confused. Why are you sad, single, and confused?
2: Well, um, recently uh, things just ended with the guy that I was dating. I'm confused because... Uh, the whole time we were together, which is only seven months, but he's been telling me that he wants a future with me and he wants to have children with me and the next thing you know, he was saying, "You know I'm done with you, I don't want to have anything to do with you so wait a minute okay, why, what happened like what ha- seven months, or would this guy please try to think of any bizarre thing or moment that may have happened that made him shift this way what happened um Well, I guess it's a long story. We've been going through a lot of ups and downs, and we were long distance as well. We were four hours away from each other. So we would only see each other twice a month. And, you know, throughout our relationship, it's been hard because I found out things about him, and we would fight a lot, and uh, so he broke it off because he said that I wasn't – uh, willingly wanting to perform certain I don't know, he said I wasn't fulfilling his physical needs. Wait, that you're what? He said that I wasn't fulfilling his physical needs. Oh, wait a minute. So what is that what are his physical needs? You must know what he's talking about. Were you not giving him blowjobs or something? Or what did he want to do? Have animal sex? Basically, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Because, I mean, I, it's not like I wasn't giving it to him. Like, it, when he comes, we would, like, make love, I don't know, 20 times a day. And it's not like I never gave it to him. I gave it to him, you know. It's just wait, not wait, as, wait, he as gave a, what? gave what? Like huh? blowjobs? Or did he blowjobs? What are we talking about? Blowjobs yeah, or anal sex? Yeah, specifically. Uh, more blowjobs than anal. And uh, specifically more blowjobs. Oh, so he wanted to have anal sex and you didn't at all? Or did you? I didn't. In the beginning, I really didn't want to, but I thought if it would make him happy that I could do it with him, and I did. Not once or twice; Ugh. it
0: was a lot more than that.
2: Anal sex fucking sucks and it's gross. I'm sorry. I don't want to have anal sex Yeah. Today. If I were dating, if I were dating a guy who loved anal sex, and I did date a guy who would kept trying to make me have anal sex and like basically almost like rape me, I swear to fucking god, like until I started crying, like, like. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And he kept trying, like while we were having sex, like. And that's fucked up. Sorry, like if you're not giving him, if he's talking about the anal sex thing, like, sorry, yeah, I guess that is a deal breaker. He can go fuck himself. Like, you shouldn't have to have anal sex with, with it. But you shouldn't do anything you don't want to do. Like, and like, if he's, if
0: you, that matters. Yeah, I feel like blo- I feel so pressured. It's like, okay, look, it's not that I don't love you because I don't want to do
2: it. I do love you, and you know, I did it for you, and it wasn't like I said, it wasn't just like a one-time thing. We did it a lot more than that because I wanted to make him happy. You know, like I find—I mean, I hated it. It hurt like crazy, and I didn't like it. Yeah, you know, and yeah, anal sex is the worst. I don't know. It's not—it's not my thing, um, but it I did it anyway, not my and the both. Yeah, I would like girls to call in if you guys, if you actually like anal sex. I want to hear from girls who actually like it because I don't believe that women like it, and I'm sure that they do. But I just dial six four six three seven eight zero six four nine and tell me about this anal sex situation if you like it. Because yeah, I it, but listen. Let's get back to your problem. Uh, so wait, so you're you're bummed out that he that that. So what what do you mainly sad the saddest about? Like, when did you guys break up officially? Today. Actually, it was yesterday, okay. and I have been crying for two days now, and, you know, pretty much soaking my pillows. <laughs> you've, been, you've been what? smoking lots of what? I've been crying for two days. I don't, I don't know why I'm like, yeah, I'm just super down, and I've been crying, and I can't stop crying every five minutes. Like, for some reason, I think about, you know, what well, coulda,
0: shoulda, woulda, like, I'm I don't know. I'm putting myself down for it. I guess it's just my insecurities, but I just, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, throughout the relationship, I
2: was, or oh, we were kind of back and forth. You know, like I said, it was hard. It was long distance and um, we fought quite a bit. Uh, but it was just a shock to me because he's always told me how much he loves me and I want how much he wants a teacher and children with me and like he's crazy about me and he told me this like regularly all the time he's like i freaking love you i freaking love you god damn it baby i love you like he will tell me stuff like that like non-stop all the time and then for some reason he's like you know what it's been almost a year and like i just realized it that you're not really meeting my physical needs and i was just like what so i guess that was his if that was his exit excuse, so I don't know what to say, and I'm just so bummed out, and I almost don't know what to do, and I just don't know how to get back up. Well, here's the thing. I love that you're using his exit excuse and backup in a conversation where we're talking about anal sex too, kind of. But okay. Um, <laughs> here's, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, it uh, fucking sucks, and I'm really sorry that this like hit you out of the blue, and that's that's one of the things like. That's why relationships are so scary, like i it's a scary thing because you don't know what's gonna happen like there's no guarantee like there's no guarantee for anything like, ever,
0: ever ever, yeah, ever. you can have like the the most beautiful
2: relationship from beginning, you know, and then all of a sudden he wakes up and realizes that you're not the one, and you what are you what to do you know what are you to do? people change you. I don't know. But I want, to, I want to look at, like, certain aspects of your relationship, though, too, so at least you can you can get off this call with me and be a little bit hopeful. Like, first of all, it was long distance. I can relate. I'm in a long distance relationship right now. But you said you, that you guys would fight a lot. Like, what would you guys fight about? Um, well, he's the jealous type, so he wasn't letting me go out with my friends. And, you know, I have some... Gay friends that he didn't like, so I just wasn't really able to do anything, what? pretty much.
3: Hold yeah. On,
2: hold on. You were <laughs> he didn't like. Yeah, he didn't want me to hang out with any of my gay friends at all, and my gay friends are like the best friends I have, you know. And so, they they stopped asking me out because I've rejected every single request, which is really sad now. And okay, listen yeah. to me. Listen. To me. All right. <laughs> he, lo- he loves anal sex. He's homophobic. Dude's probably gay. The, the dude sounds gay. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there to make you feel better. Trust like me, he is not, because he is not. I, I can tell you that much. He okay, is okay, not. Okay, okay. I know. He's a player. Okay. Like, he's a, that kind of, you know, a womanizer type. Listen. Listen to your words. You're okay then, then this. How about this? He's probably bisexual, but whatever. Anyway, here's the thing. You said he's the jealous right. type. Didn't want you yeah. to hang out with your gay friends. You wanted to have anal sex, and you didn't. He got real jealous, which usually means that somebody else is cheating. Because when somebody's jealous, like it's one thing to be like, "Hey, don't look at her and be silly and be like, it's like a, it's like foreplay and it's cute and adorable." But when somebody's like, "What the fuck is that all about? Who the fuck is that?" Like when somebody's pissed and they're jealous and it's real and it's rooted in like anger and it's not just coy and silly, that's yeah. fucked up and terrifying because like life's too short for that. Also, you've only been together for seven months. Long distance. You're already fighting. Uh, you're already you're spelling out all this stuff that makes like really listen to what you're telling me, uh, and if anybody else out there can relate to this or have been in situations like this, to give Nadia some some uh, advice and words of wisdom and hug her over the phone, that'll be helpful. Um, oh, thank you. Talk, like it, the dude sounds like a dick. Like, yes, it sucks that like. See, because at first we started this by saying. You never know what's going to happen in life, and that's like the shocker. And it's, you can never guarantee—you can't rely on people, and things aren't guaranteed. But if you look at the facts, this—this this was coming. This was coming. He was already wanting you to do things that made you uncomfortable. He was already getting jealous and trying to tell you who to be. Like, this is not a shocker. This is not like you already—you just said he's a womanizer, he's a player, blah blah blah, all this stuff. Listen to everything you're telling me because that means the writing was already on the wall, and there are elements of this already there. You know that existed while you were dating, but you just people right. we, we don't like to pay attention to this stuff while we're with a person because we're all in a dreamy haze. And seven months is still very, very, very new for relationships. So like, right? Here's the deal. You're gonna now you've just like you can cry about it. You can I say cry about it. I say I say this all the time. So this is like my what I do when I'm really sad. Go on lots of walks. Like go on lots of really long walks. Like at least an hour long walk. Go on a hike or whatever. Every day. Uh, try not to start binge eating or like you know picking at your face and all that stuff. Take Epsom salt bath. Write in your journal. Write a list of like what you want in the in like in a boyfriend. Like this, I've done I've done that a million times. It's great. Like just like write a long list and be like, I want. To I actually pay.
0: uh wrote a shit list and said. <laughs> you wrote a shit list. Yeah, I wrote a shit list of things that of him. That I didn't like, and
2: instead of you know what I want in a man kind of thing. Oh, well that's great. I mean, so you know what you should do? You should burn that list. Like seriously, like burn it, but don't catch your house on fire or your hair on fire. And like burn that list. <laughs> but, and then write write a new list of like a reciprocal, positive like like a thankful list. And I, if it sounds cheesy to anybody, well mind your own business. This is this is what I think is is special to do. You write like um. He has, you know, he makes me feel safe. I make him feel safe. He makes me laugh. I make him laugh. He's my best friend. I'm his best friend. We have great sex. We have the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. He's my best friend. I'm his best friend. He makes me a better person. I make him a better, like, make a reciprocal list. And then it's like, just say it as as it, like, write it out as as if it is happening and everything. And it might sound corny or cheesy, but it's, like, super hopeful and dreamy and a fun thing to do. It's just for yourself. just like in your journal, like, uh. He inspires me. I inspire him. He's successful. Um, He, you know, he's romantic and, like, he loves me. I love him. Uh, He's kind to me. Like, the word kind, even though it sounds kind of like, kind, it's like a really strong, wonderful word, I feel like. And it's kind of, I don't know, it just feels, I don't know. That's what my therapist always tells me and I believe Yeah, I will will work
0: on that list to uplift me a little bit and put more positive thoughts in my
2: mind. Yeah, and then and then like call your gay friends, <laughs> call your friends. I know they have real names, but I'll just call them your gay friends. Call them all and say, "Hey, I know I've been MIA because I was in this relationship, and uh, I've been put being a bad friend, but I miss you, and I'm reaching out, and I hope you forgive me for being such a shitty friend. I love you. Let's meet up for drinks." And just like, or call them. You know, call whoever you 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 kind of dissed or whatever the word is, and like call your gay friend, your favorite gay friend, and say, "I'm call them because that means a lot nowadays." And just be like. One yeah, and I a, know. Reach out, and I will keep you busy, and then and then uh, ignore this guy. Because in case he comes crawling back and and wants to try to have anal sex with you again or whatever, comes to town. Fuck that! Like, you're, th- this is a blessing in disguise. Cause this guy sounds like a dick. I mean, it sounds like a jerk. I don't like this guy at all. So I'm glad you guys broke up. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm happy that you're single and <laughs> now you're able to be better. You know? I know, but the funny thing is that like I have, like I said, we went back and forth. Like I've tried to kind of like leave the relationship because of the things that happened. There's like so many little things that happened within a relationship and broke my trust and all of that stuff. And I found out things and
0: he's just a a very controlling person and um, it was just very hard. And so, but then I, he, he kept asking, oh, let's just make up, make up, make up. Let's just work it through, work it through. And then, so I stuck around, I stuck around and at the end, I'm the one who got my heart broken. (laughs)
2: Well, you got your heart broken, but you have to just step back and, and and really listen to all the things you just told me and maybe listen back to this broadcast again. Like, hear what you told me. You're not taking it okay. in. Jealous, okay. uh, homophobic, didn't like you to hang out with your gay friends, wanted to have anal sex and do stuff with you that makes you uncomfortable. Like, sexual stuff is important. Like, if you, if you don't gel sexually, that's, like, a huge part of, Of dating someone, I mean, it's just like super important. If you have a bad kiss with someone, it doesn't matter if he's so great on paper. If the kissing is bad, next there's no chemistry. If the dude wants anal sex all the, yeah, if the dude wants anal sex all the time and you don't, well, he's got to go get what he wants, and you've got to be with some dude who doesn't try to stick a dick in your ass all the time. You know what you know what I mean? Like that fucking sucks. Anal sex, I'm with you. It fucking is painful and horrible, and I don't want to fucking do it. It's gross. Exactly. I don't care if there's
0: a lot of lube. It really doesn't matter. It hurts.
2: Yeah, that's the quote of the night. I don't care if it's a lot of lube. It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <exactly. laughs> so, okay, so burn the shit list that you wrote and write the positive list, and then call me back next week and let me know if you're any better than tonight, okay? Okay, well, dude, thank you so much. You're welcome. And don't text him and don't reply to his text if he texts you or, you know what I mean, ignore him. Um, oh my goodness! All right, okay, I'm gonna get some boy crazy voicemails uh if you're out there and you want to call into boy Crazy Radio right now for uh for advice and for a loving, helpful pep talk or whatever you need, the number again is area code six four six three seven eight zero six four nine the phone lines are open, and I'm going to get to a voicemail a voicemail message. Oh, hello Alexi. This is um Oh, what should I call myself? Just call myself PewDiePie. Okay, I have had many long-term boyfriends, in my dating experience. This boyfriend, my current boyfriend, however, um, boggles my every fiber. He wants to be independent. He would rather hang with his guys than me. But was the first to say I love you. I'm so tormented. I want to know him so badly. I hit on him and courted him. I was the one. I made the move. Actually, I want more and I don't know why he doesn't. Can you help me? Thank you. All right, let me figure this out. Okay, cuz it was in and out. The sound quality of that message was a little bit bizarre, but that's what you get when you tune into Boy Crazy Radio. Some bizarre sound quality issues. Um All right. So you sought this guy out. You want more from him sexually. He'd rather hang out with his friends than you. He wants his independence, but he was the first to say, I love you. Well, here's the thing. I don't know you, and I don't know the guy. But from what you're telling me, and these are key components of your relationship, I would say um, the dude did nothing. He did nothing to get you. You came after him, which is more of a masculine thing to do. But, you know, women are very masculine nowadays because gender roles aren't like what they used to be for a long time. I mean, it's 2013. Women are strong. They've been strong for a long time since the 60s, uh, you know, women are strong in the 50s too, but then they just get beaten up for it, but whatever. I mean, I'm just generalizing. Anyway, um, sounds like this is why it gets a little bit scary, like how you approach a relationship kind of like dictates the relationship you have. Or like if you're going to – that's why I like – I'm very powerful. Like I am very – I make bold moves, and I'm very aggressive, and I am a big flirt, and I've done that a lot. I've done a lot of aggressive flirting because it amuses me and stuff, But when, and, uh, you know, I've done that in the past with guys, and I, I'm just a flirty person, but when it comes to, like, a relationship with a guy, uh, I like the guy to, I want to be clear. I want him to be coming after me because for me, it's not sexy if I'm the one going after the guy and, you know, fucking having to hunt him down or really make things happen i want to you know i want to be coy and i want to be flirty but then i want to leave the ball in the guy's court and see what he does with it i want him to kiss me first and i want him to say i love you first and uh, you did say that this guy said i love you first and that's fantastic but maybe he just loves how little he's had to do in this relationship and this is exactly the kind of relationship he needs and like it doesn't sound like it's enough for you. If you're initiating sex and not like, getting what you need, well, I mean, you need to communicate with him, and you, you, maybe you need to keep initiating, and you need to go, hey, do you like having sex with me? Do you like, I want to make out. Am I more sexual than you? Or, like, I want to kiss you all the time, but I don't know if you want to. You know, like, you can talk about it. Bring stuff up. Talk about it. It's not the best when you have to talk about sexual stuff because you should just vibe it, and it should just be, like, chemistry and, and unspoken because that's truly sexy the minute there are too many words and... You're overthinking all the stuff. It takes away the the romance and the sex, sexiness of the whole thing. But uh, hmm, I would say, I don't know. It doesn't sound like this is enough for you. I don't like it. You have to talk to him about it. He said, I love you first, but he's doing all this shit that you don't like. So this is not working for you. So if it's not working for you, you need to, like, hang out with him. Uh, how old are you? You didn't even say how old you are. You need to either have a drink with him, have lunch with him, have dinner with him, hang out with him and be like, hey, I was just in a really kind, sweet way that's not like aggressive and like, hey, fuck you, dick boss, you're not giving me what I need. You just need to say like, oh, I was just wondering, I don't know, I feel like I bother you or I feel like you don't want to hang out with me and you'd rather be with your friends than me and I want to be your friend or I want you to want to be with me or it's just weird. It's just, what are your thoughts on this? Like, you said I love you first, but I feel like I initiate sex all the time, like, you know, that's a lot to put on a guy because guys don't necessarily – they aren't necessarily as good at communicating as women are, another generalization, but I find it to be true. Uh, but you have to. There's nothing else you can do but communicate, and then you have to hear what he says. And if things don't change, then you make a decision. And maybe he's not – like, because you guys just – you know, it's, it's all new. You know, you thought you really liked him. You make all these moves, and then you, you are basically just getting to know each other. And you might not like what you what you've seen. And you don't like what you've discovered, so you might not be into it. And it's weird when you're like, fuck, I thought I wanted this, but I really don't like this. This is not working for me. That's my advice. Uh, Area code 248. Area code 248, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
3: Hmm, interesting.
2: All right, 248, if you don't want to talk to me, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to get to another Boy Crazy voicemail box message.
1: Hey, Lexi, Jerome Lawrence calling. How are you? Um, you always manage to say thank you somehow when I uh, when I compliment you. So either you hated the presents that I sent to your management. Uh, I guess I'd be embarrassed if, if I didn't truly feel that I was just uh, – Trying to make your life a little happier, I'm so sorry if I upset you, really. Uh, have a great show. Bye. Huh.
0: Well,
2: that is a super fan. uh Jerome. Thank you for your presence, but too many emails. I don't need any presents. Please do not send me any more presents. It's too much. All of it's too much. I don't know you. I'm on, I don't know you, emails and, but we've never met, so this is like too much. Thank you very much for, for liking my podcast and my website and everything, but if you don't hear back from me, just, you know, I think people think that they know me because of my website or because they listen to my voice, but I'm not really speaking to them. I'm, anyway, I I don't know. Thank you. I appreciate everything, and now I don't need anything. Um, all right. I'm going to take another voice
3: on that. Hi, edge. Lexi. So, to start off, well, my name is Melissa, and I'm 19. The problem I have is that, well, I know I'm pretty young, but I had sex with this guy, and the thing is, for me, I wanted it to be something fun, you know, since I'm young, I'm going to college, you know, no strings attached, right? The thing is now, well, before, so I it happened, I didn't like him, but now I'm totally falling for him. And things, I want to continue having this whole no strings attached thing, but I don't know if I can continue doing it because I know it'll be hard on me to get out of it faster when I'm going to be so deep into the whole relationship thing. I don't know what to do. I really want to have fun. And, again, thinking about it, I think I do want a relationship. The thing is that he hasn't said anything. He hasn't insinuated anything. And I'm kind of scared to continue because I don't want to get hurt. So, thanks. Okay. Again, the sound
2: quality fucked up on this stuff. But, uh, all right. Oh, by the way, if you want to leave a boy crazy message uh, on my voicemail, even though the sound quality is kind of bad, but it's okay because I can – I'll figure it out. Uh, the telephone number to leave a voicemail message is uh, area code 888-666-2045, area code 888-666-2045. Leave me a message under a minute. Don't include your telephone number in your voicemail message. And I'll play it the following week during Boy Crazy Radio. Um. All right. So as far as that caller is concerned, her name is Melissa. She's 19. You said you wanted a no-strings-attached relationship. And now you think you're falling for the guy? I hope I'm not fucking watching this entire thing. Um, and now he hasn't insinuated anything, and you want to continue maybe because you want to have fun, but you don't want to get your heart broken. Well, here's the thing. Listen to your intuition. If you're starting to have feelings for this guy, and it's not as no-strength attached as you think it it you know, as you wanted it to be, then stop doing it. Like, you don't have to do anything. Just cut it out. You don't, you know, it's fun. It's, hmm. Fun to have sex, yes, I get it. It's fun to, uh, you just have to be logical. Girls, sometimes we have to put our logical logical caps on. You want to be single, awesome. Commit to that dot. You want to be free to do whatever you want and meet whoever you want to be meeting, epic. You want to have no strength to have sex occasionally that's protected with somebody who's good looking that is nice to you but you know, you know, you don't want to be boyfriend and girlfriend with because he's just scratching an itch per se or whatever, like, um, great. You can do all that. But the minute, and it's difficult for women, I've done it before, and it can be very difficult. It's like Russian roulette. Because one day you can be having casual sex with one guy, and the next day you think you're having casual sex with a different guy, and you fucking—you fall in love, and you think you're too smart for that to begin with. But then you're like, oh, wow, why isn't he calling me? Is he thinking about me? Oh, my God, is he texting another girl? Is he dating someone else? oh, no, I thought he loved me, or how can he like her when he's having sex with me? What's wrong with me? I'm the one that's supposed to decide, if, you know, well, blah, blah, blah. anyway. uh, It's difficult to have no strings attached sex because when you have sex with somebody, especially for the girl, you're taking on another person's energy. They're putting their privates inside of you, girls. Like, it's different. It just is. like men are like, I guess, I don't know. It's like men are like programmed to spread their seed essentially and I know people are morphing and changing and society changes and blah 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 and yes but at our core where we started from when we were fucking cavemen, men are supposed to like spread their seed and release their fucking semen and fuck everything and like, you know, make babies and women are supposed to like nest and, and uh make you know what I mean? Like that's like this weird biological, bizarro like mate for life mate for life, like kind of weird mentality that we think we've overcome because it's 2013, but it's fucking scary because like biologically we're like, these are fucking real things that happen. Like we're programmed to feel that are just in us because when we have sex with a person, it creates dopamine and there's like, and it creates chemicals and make us think like we're in love and we're going to have a baby with someone. Like that's what happens to women. I think it's called dopamine and something else. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm just your big sister. Um, but yeah, it's fucking terrifying, so if you feel like you're falling in love with this guy and you know you don't logically, but you're you're on the way to doing that, then fucking cut it out, stop it, then be more responsible with your body and your and your and your choices that you're making because that's like a slippery slope, and if you know that he doesn't feel the same way and you know that you are starting to feel that way, fuck nip it in the bud, get out of there, stop what you're doing, and like take inventory of what's going on with your with your life and the decisions you're making because that can be really difficult. So I say, cross your legs for two seconds, have a thought, write in your journal, and reassess your life. All right, and then you'll be good. Uh, I'm taking a phone call. Ari, so code eight zero five. Oh my gosh! Hi. Hello? Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's happening? Oh my gosh! Wow. I'm Rachel. I'm calling from Santa Monica. I'm twenty three. I can't believe oh, I'm talking wow. to you. I'm sorry. I said, hello oh, hello. This is exciting for me, too. What's going on with you, Rachel? Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, um, you're just really inspiring to me. You just seem like such a strong person with such a um, strong sense of yourself. And um, I've been really struggling lately. Um, ooh, I'm a little nervous. Okay. Don't I, be nervous. I bro- I'm nervous, too. <laughs> okay. Um, I broke up with my ex over a year ago now. It's been well over a year Um, And we've had minimal contact. We didn't have contact for six months. We met once to kind of just meet and talk. But anyways, I am still really not over him, and I find myself thinking about him all the time and worrying about him. Um, And I know it's extremely unhealthy, and it's caused me a lot of anxiety. Um, And I kind of logically know, you know, all the – basic things about oh just focus on yourself or you know think about the things that you want to do but I don't know nothing seems to help and I was just wondering if you'd ever been in that situation or maybe if you had any advice on on how to deal with that well let me ask you I have been in situations like that but then why I want to ask you I want to ask you why did you guys break up and how long ago did you guys break up um, so it was like well over a year ago. It's been over a year now, like a year and a year and a month I think. Yeah. Um and how but long we you been out for it? We were seeing each other for um I guess like a year and a half, officially a year we were dating for, yeah. But he was like my first love. I'm I'm like very um traditional in the sense that I didn't really mess around with hardly any guys before him and um even after like I haven't really dated very much and it's not because um not to sound like I'm a like snobby or something. I'm just really selective and I don't find people I like that often. So it's been hard for me to move on probably because of that reason too. I understand. Well well so like okay and why did you guys break up? Um hmm well he broke up with me, I'll be perfectly honest. Um And I think, well, I know that we weren't right for each other, but um, I think that was more apparent for him. Like, I knew that we weren't going to get married, but basically he kind of told me that that was the reason we should stop seeing each other just because as things progress, you know, obviously things get more serious. And um, we are both, like, really serious people in that sense, I guess. I wouldn't want to be dating somebody that I wasn't, you know, really crazy about or whatever. Um so I I kind of get where he's coming from, but I think for me I just liked him a lot more. Well why if do you how sense. old is he? He's a year younger than me. So he's probably I think yeah, he's twenty two now. Oh my goodness, so you guys are so young and like, you know, I oh goodness, you guys are so young. You have so many more guys to date I know it's sad, but I but also like Personally, if you're calling into me and you're talking to me, then my advice is always going to be to my friends. It's going to be, you know, take your time. Do not get married so young. I mean, anybody can do whatever they want to do. It's none of my business, whatever. But if you're calling into me and asking my advice, I say, wait as long as you can. Live your life. Write a long list of goals and things you want to do and experiences you want to have and, like, know what kind of person. Like, date a bunch of people. Meet a bunch of people. And if you fall in love and you want to be with just one of those people you meet, and hang out with them. And that's what you were doing. And that's why it is devastating because you did need someone that you wanted to stand still with and you wanted to just be monogamous with. And that's such a wonderful thing. Um, but, yeah, it's weird because when you're so young, it does have an expiration date almost. I mean, it doesn't always have to. But because I have a friend who was in, like, a 10-year relationship from the time he was like, oh, God, maybe – 26 but even that's older than you like he was in a 10-year relationship with someone from when he was 26 like that he knew for a long yeah. time anyway but, like the life is long you know like I I think about like if I met somebody god if I even if I even met somebody when I was like 40 and I was with them for 10 years that's a long time and I'd only then be 50 because we live so long <laughs> you know, we lived so long yeah nowadays it's like, what if we live to when we we're 80? I mean, we could die tomorrow in our 20s, but, like, what if we live to where we're 80 or 90 or 100? It's like, um, and you're very young now. There's so many things to do, and I don't know what you're doing with your life, And but I'll focus more on getting over your breakup and all that stuff. And But, like, right now you just have to, like, you just have to trust that time will make it better because you love this person. This does suck. Like, let's just admit it. It fucking sucks. It's like you're punched in the stomach, your heart fell into your stomach, you're, you're like what the fuck? Like we loved each other. Like this happened. Like this happened. Like I'm I'm channeling like my love life and like I know what you're going through. Like I know. Like I don't know if I am I, is, am, am I relating okay to you? Just, is, am I saying how you felt at all? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't even talk because you're yeah. Oh God, you don't have to say anything here. Just you get a tissue, and I'm just gonna keep saying things that hopefully don't keep making you cry. But here's the thing, because I'm I could cry too right now because I when you're oh, God, I'm so sorry. I don't want you to cry. I feel so bad. Like, but here's here's the I'm gonna tell you, it gets better. Like, but sometimes when you experience like real love, which is what you just had, and you're a picky person, and you aren't a promiscuous like person and you meet someone and you sound like maybe you're, I don't know, maybe like you're an old soul or you're 23 years old but you sound very grounded and loving and kind and like you know what you wanted and you found that and you got to be with somebody that also seems very cool but you know, there are no quick fix fix answers. I mean, logic, it it isn't logical. Like, love isn't logical and like, these feelings, like I hate it when people like talk shit about love and are so sarcastic and are so fucking, maybe you're experiencing this because like when you fall in love, I'm taking a comment on the, on, the, on the side. Will you just bear with me? I'm just going to keep blabbing for a second. But
1: mm-hmm. it's, it's all going to have
2: to do with love. Like, when you fall in love, I don't know if you've noticed this or anybody out there listening, if you've ever fallen in love and you tell people about it, it's interesting how there there's always, like, a lot of the time people will want to say some kind of snide remark or add some kind of, like, sarcastic dig, like, oh, that'll last, or, oh, really? Like, sounds like a blah, 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 or, like, make some kind of weird joke and they don't I don't know. It's like people don't like you to be happy or something, which is really fucked up. And uh, so anyway, uh, what the fuck is my point? And then, but you're lucky <laughs> enough to have this 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 wonderful thing. And uh, and when you see, uh, and there are no quick fix answers. People might not know what to tell you. They won't. They won't know what to say. They don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't know how to make you feel better. So you just have to cry. You have to be by yourself. Write in your journal. Take the time. Like, every will will make day we'll, you'll hurt a little bit less, you know? And you might feel gutted and you might feel like, ah, oh, that feeling in the pit of your stomach or you're like, fuck, like, I had it so good for a second. Like, I I was in love. We used to, you know, it's so great. And now it's over. It's like the death of something. Like, the reason it fucking feels horrible when you break up with someone or you are broken up with or whatever, when something ends, it's because it, – and it feels shitty because you're mourning the death of something. Even if it wasn't good, you – you spend so much time with this person, and it's not normal time. It's, like, intense time. It's intense one-on-one. You're having sex. You're laughing. You're watching movies. You're cuddling. The person smell, like, all this shit, it's intense. It's not, like, how it is with just, like, a friend, you know. It's, it's full on, and I get it. So you need to just, like, trust as bad as you feel now. Just trust that at some point, you know, Things will get better. You'll need a new person, and you'll be shocked. You'll go, wow, I can't believe I went from A to Z like this. And you need to watch a lot of romantic comedies. You need to watch Sleaps in Sleeps Seattle. You need to watch Flashdance. You need to watch Pretty in Pink. You need to watch 16 Candles. You need, to watch <laughs> when Harry met, you need to watch When Harry Met Sally. You need to watch An Unmarried Woman. Because um, it's just, what other movies can you watch? Moonstruck. These are all ridiculous movies. You need to hang out with your friends. You need to stay busy. You need to masturbate if you can. Sometimes it's hard to when you're sad. And you need to focus on work and, again, writing lists of things you want to get accomplished and places you want to go and things you want to do and classes you want to take and dreams you want to re- have realized and songs you want to write or stories you want to – anything. I don't know. Like You have to just keep moving because like, even though it sucks and you don't want to you have to. You just have to keep moving forward and just, like, stay busy because you can't just wallow. And it sucks, but time will make everything better, I swear to God. And, like, you're very young. And you have, like, you have so many adventures ahead of you. And, like, everybody does who's listening, who's going through a breakup. And it's fucking scary. And you have to stay open. Being in a relationship is scary. And being in love while it's happening is scary. And it's fucked up and sad and scary when you break up. But here's another thing I just want to tell you. Ne- when you fall in love next, and you will fall in love, you have to not be bitter. You have to stay open and know that, like, you can have another love that's just like the one you just had that's even better and different and better in mm. different ways. Like, don't get bitter and weird and jaded. Like, continue to trust people and continue to be open and childlike and, and all this stuff because this is just one of the stories of your life, and you're going to learn from this experience, and you're going to look back 10 years from now and go, and you'll probably be friends with the ex by then, you know, like. And you'll just go, Oh, I learned this from him and I learned this about myself and, and you're gonna be fine and you can call me every single week and I'll just talk at you like an idiot like this over and over, okay oh, you're
0: so sweet. You're so sweet. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And you don't think then that I should be concerned that it's taking me this long to move on because that's what I was thinking was that this is unusual. It's been
2: over a year and
0: do you know what I mean? I, mean, I feel
2: like most people do move on pretty fast. <laughs> I mean, no, things take however long they take and, and like, don't put so much pressure on yourself to think that, hold on. I'm making the show a little bit longer if I can. Hold on. Bear with me. Um, Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. We got, we got like, Oh, Oh, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. So I can ramble a little bit longer. All right. I think I did it. Yes. We have more time on the show. That is more time. So I can take some more phone calls. Um, well, are you suicidal? I'm asking you a real question. Like, have you been wanting to hurt yourself? No, 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 not at all. Not at all, no. Okay, good, because you shouldn't, because this is like, this is some one of those things where uh, you should be in therapy. You should find a good therapist if you can, because that's the thing. Like, people find therapists, and they also find doctors and dermatologists and whatever, and they, and they think they found, oh, yeah, I found a doctor, I found a therapist, or I have a, I have a good dermatologist, but you should meet a bunch of people. And always. I don't know, like, you never know what you're getting. You should ask. You should ask your friends or ask people that you think seem healthy and grounded or keep, and say, hey, do you have a therapist? Like, ask people who seem grounded and healthy and, and like, cool. If they see a therapist, and and if so, who? And go meet okay. some people and sit down with people. And whoever you feel safe with that doesn't seem like an asshole that actually makes you feel good when you leave and doesn't try to touch your privates or do anything <laughs> weird, like, um, go see a therapist if you can afford it. Talk to your mom, talk to your friends, stay busy. There's no time frame. Like, what's, I mean, okay. what's, the what, what's the textbook time frame? Like, have you noticed you, you felt a little bit better every day, or do you get worse? Um, Yeah, it goes in waves, I think, definitely in waves. Yeah. Wait, what did you say? On how
0: busy,
2: oh, it goes in waves just depending on how busy I am with my own life, if good things are happening, or, you know, if I'm going to have my period, then I'll be, like, super emotional about it like I am today, So it just depends. Oh yeah, you should get period tracker. And at least, do you have that application on your phone? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, good. I have it too. It's fantastic. So that's the thing. So that way, we have to be logical. Women, we forget this. Like that's why having period tracker is so good because even though we get our periods every month, it's almost like Mm -hmm. we forget all the symptoms that come along with this monthly thing we're going to get. And it's like, why do I want to die? Why is life crazy and caving in? Why doesn't anybody love me? And you're like, oh, oh, fuck. I just got my period. Maybe that's why I was suicidal that day. And it's like, how can we forget this? How can we forget this? It comes once a month. But it's funny because studies have shown that, like, women forget how painful childbirth is because we are programmed to forget because if we remembered, we would never get pregnant again or something. Or I don't know. So I think it's, like, similar when it comes to our period where it's, like, you just have to forget about all the turmoil that our reproductive cycle puts us through because we need to go through it. I don't know. It's just, like, some kind of weird biological curse or something that women have to exactly. go through. Um, okay. So you at least you know, logically, you get moody when you're having your period. Um Keep in mind, you're very young. You've got a bunch of romantic, romantic comedies to watch. There's another movie you should watch, Eat, Pray, Love, which is cheesy but great. And you should also watch um, this movie with Diane. Watch this movie with Diane Lane called, uh, I don't know, maybe it's called Under the Tuscan Sun. It's I just like movies. Oh, so, yeah, that's a good one. I just like movies where it's like women are going through a hard struggle with a breakup and then they, like, travel to some exotic place and then, like, they end up meeting some exciting, like, sexy Italian guy or and then having a fling and then, like, Like, all the happiness that they really needed all came because of the breakup, and they didn't realize it was a blessing in disguise or something. So, like, just watch all these ridiculous movies, go on an hour-long walk a day because, oh, last week I wanted to die. I was having my period. I was totally, like, bummed and thought my whole world was caving in on me and that nothing could make me feel better. And I got mad at my friends and the guy that I'm dating because nobody was, like, Coming to my aid and, and paying attention to me enough and saying what I wanted him to say and whatever and uh, and I went on a, an hour long hike. Actually, that didn't make me feel better, but the next day it did. Okay, yeah.
3: So I was I was really,
2: really <laughs> bummed, and I went on. I went on an hour long hike, and I swear to God, I was like, holy shit! I got to walk. I got to walk for an hour a day, every day, because it's it is like medicine. I could not believe how. All the fucking—it was almost like I—I—I—I I, I, I like scrubbed a layer of skin off me. Where it's like all this negative shit that I thought was so real. All of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, that's not a big deal. I wasn't really upset about that, was I?" Anyway, on to the next thing. Like, a <laughs> so hike every day. Caffeine, like a nice Starbucks latte or or a venti americano or a venti iced coffee or something with a shot of espresso. An hour-long walk a day. Drink lots of water. Masturbate. Have some salt baths. Cry as much as you want. Write a list of the kind of guy you do want to be with in the the next relationship. Write a list of your hopes and dreams. Have drinks with your friends. Uh, Stay busy. Yeah, just, fuck, you have to stay busy because that will keep the the mind chatter from going. Because if I have too much downtime on my hands, that's when I fucking spiral, and I'll make small things or bad things worse. Like, like Mm -hmm. you have to stay you know? yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alexia. I, I just I so appreciate you, and you're so wonderful and lovely. So I can't thank you enough. Thank you very much. Well, I hope any of this made you feel better. And I have one last thing to say. Uh, one last thing, and I, I might hang up on you while I say this. But um, you might not. Uh, don't try to feel better by like seeking whatever, like through sex with other guys. Don't try to feel better by like you know finding a new guy. Because but but you might feel better when you do start loving someone else. Like, let's say you meet somebody out of the blue, like, months from now or a year from now or a week week from now, whatever. Then maybe that will make you forget the last person because sometimes you aren't, you don't fully forget the last person until you're so consumed with a new person. But don't look towards men or sex and stuff like that to, like, fill the, the void of darkness that you might be experiencing now. Just, like, this is all going to make you stronger and you're learning about yourself and you just have to fucking keep busy. And I'm hanging up on you for real. I love you. Um. All right, area code seven one four. Hello. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
4: Hi, this is John. I'm actually twenty two. I'm calling from Oakland.
2: What's up, John? How are you doing?
4: I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. This is a great show. I listen every week.
2: You do? That makes me so happy. I love. It. I feel like I've only gotten guy calls. I mean, girls, girl calls tonight. So it's my first boy call tonight.
4: Man. Oh, yeah. I need I needed some advice and some help, so I figured I'd what turn happened? to you. Well, my girlfriend of four years, we have a kid, that's two, and, well, I, I, I think she was cheating on me. Um, You think
2: she's cheating on you? Why do you think she's cheating on you?
4: Well, she has this, like, thing that, like, she only has candles lit during sex, and, she can't have sex without candles lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like a, kind of like a fetish thing almost. And well, I was at work about a week ago, and I got a call from my neighbor saying to come home because my house is burning down. And I get home, and then I find out that uh, my dog has died from the fire. And
2: your wet what is something from the what?
4: My dog has died from the fire, and then I find out later that the fire was caused due to candles in our bedroom and Then, um, like one of my neighbors said that uh there was a car that that was there, like you know what I'm like not one of my cars or anybody else, and saw a guy going from the house in the car around the time of the fire.
2: Let me get this straight. How's your baby, by the way? How's your two-year-old, and where's your baby mama if, if your house burned down?
4: We're, we're all in a hotel right now. Is my my baby was at preschool. It? No, she isn't. She isn't here tonight. Is
0: this, is this legit? Because this, this sounds like this is like, the, like a
2: wonderful prank call if this is a prank call. Is this legit, for real?
4: Yeah, I, I wouldn't waste your time. Um, I know you're a busy person.
0: Why didn't you just ask her? What did she say? Like, why did? I mean, wouldn't
4: she just say? She says she says it wasn't candles and and that no one was over. But my neighbors say that they saw saw a guy walking from the car that wasn't wasn't any of mine or hers to the house and then leaving once the fire was started, like once the house was on fire.
2: well, first of all, thank God your child is okay. Uh, your entire yeah. house burned down? Your entire house burned down.
4: Yeah, and I lost my dog. My and dog you lost died in the your fire. dog.
2: So what are, the, what are people saying, like, the cause of the fire is? At some point, aren't people going to investigate and find out what the
4: actual... So no, they told said it that was candles. Lost? Yeah, and they said the cause was candles in the in the master bedroom.
2: And, and did you actually save your girlfriend, to your baby mama you only light candles to have sex, and they said somebody was, like, the neighbor said somebody was leaving. Why don't you
4: just... What was that? I'm sorry. I can't hear you. What was that?
2: Did you say that to your girlfriend and say, like, so-and-so said you're, like, somebody was leaving the house, and you lit candles, and you only light candles, and you have sex?
4: Well, yeah, and she just denies the whole thing. She says it wasn't even caused by candles when the fire department and everybody says it did. There was three different well, fire inspectors that came through and said that it was caused by f- fucking candles in the master bedroom. I'm sorry for my language.
2: Oh, my God. I mean, like, if all this happened, there's so what many levels to this. This is
0: yeah. intense.
2: First of all, just be thankful. Whatever's going on, it sounds like you just don't trust your, your girlfriend. I, I wouldn't trust her either. It sounds very shady and bizarre. Just be thankful. I'm sorry about your dog, but just be thankful your child, that your baby's alive. And I don't know what you're going to do. I don't trust her either. It sounds horrible. I say, uh, oh, my God, there's I don't even know what to say for this. This is, this is too much. I, I don't know. I think you just have to really talk to your girlfriend about this. I don't even know what, what the advice to give. I mean, it's just like there's a lot at stake here. Yeah, I mean, you, you, say,
4: you say to keep trusting people after relationships. That's what you were just saying. all that it's just hard like because my past few relationships has ended with people cheating on me and either my dog dying or my cat dying or my lizard dying and uh, it's bad like my last ex my last ex-girlfriend she took my cat and then I found my cat's like fur and body parts like on her front lawn
2: oh I don't know if it was
4: like coyotes or something
2: I don't know how to but, advise you on this. I would say I would say talk to your your girlfriend and and then uh, just make sure that your your kid is is not can't hear any of it and is uh, taken care of and like the main primary focus should be on your child. But like it all sounds shady. I don't even know how to advise you on this. It sounds too too confusing. I'm sorry. I can't be a better help.
4: Should I should I t- try and get like custody of my kid if I separate with her or just have it be the shared custody?
3: Should it just
2: be what well, I don't know. I can't I I'm like just trying to I'm not a doctor or a lawyer and I'm not I'm just serving as a big sister. You definitely want to get some like joint custody of the kid. I don't know. Like you need to talk to your you need you should probably talk to a lawyer. You're so young. You guys are so young with this kid. Oh god, you should talk to a lawyer. You should try to leave all of Unprotected sex for uh, you. Unprotected Sex, oh, oh Jesus. Um I the morning after pill don't work either. Oh, my God. All right, I, listen, talk to a lawyer, talk to your girlfriend, figure it out, and make sure to that your daughter doesn't hear any of this or your child doesn't hear any of this. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm usually good at giving advice, but that was so fucking intense that, like, I was like, this has to be a prank call. This has to be a prank call. And if this is real, I am so glad I'm not living this problem. That was so intense. Um, yeah, it would be hard to trust people if those were your past relationships. Hmm. Um... I'm going to take another boy-crazy voicemail message. Yikes. But
0: I'm Hi, Alexi. I have a weird problem, and I sent you a long email about it, too. So I'm the girl from Chicago. Um, okay, so I hooked up with my ex-boyfriend's best friend, and it was really fun, but we, like, did it again and I feel like we would do it more except that he's moving soon um, to California and I'm going to be moving back there too and I feel like we might be hooking up more now this is such a weird problem I guess I just wanted to call (laughs) as well as email you so feel free if you can to respond to my email or whatever but um, yeah and I'm listening to your podcast with Ariel Pink and it's really good too okay bye (laughs) all right
2: let me get this straight so you are having sex with your ex-boyfriend's best friend now i've talked about this with my best male platonic friend about how because i get how that will happen i get that like why wouldn't like why wouldn't you sleep with your best why wouldn't you sleep with your ex-boyfriend's best friend because chances are everybody's like-minded and you've maybe been attracted to the person this whole time or, you know, if you get along with your ex-boyfriend or you, you hooked up with your ex-boyfriend and, of course, you would, there would be some similarities with him and his best friend that you would find interesting uh, and would make you attracted to him. That, that all makes sense. However, yeah, it's so uncomfortable because there are also so many people in the world that it's like, why do you have to have sex with your your ex-boyfriend's best friend? Like that's just it will cause some kind of friction between your ex and then the, the, you know and his friend. That sucks. It causes drama. Uh, or both of them will remain friends and, and then you will be on the outs with both of them and then you just a girl that both of them slept with. Uh, I don't know. Yikes. So now I, and I didn't really understand the question though. Like you're saying you you guys are both moving to California, huh? I appreciated the compliment and the message. The message was a little bit disjointed. I don't have your email in front of me. Um, well, and also here's another thing. Maybe this new guy is going to be your boyfriend. You're both moving to the same city, and you both like having sex. You both like each other. I've also, I mean, there are no rules. Like, you want my thoughts on it? Do keep doing what you what you like doing. Uh, you know, mainly this is more for the best friend of your ex-boyfriend to worry about. You can do whatever you want. Things do start like this. This is just life. Like, life is, like, not black and white. Things get sloppy and weird. You can't call dibs on people. Like, I really don't like it when people are like, um, like, oh, I dated you. him. You're not allowed to date him. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Like, we're all just on this planet for, like, one time, we think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we come back. But here's the point. We're all here now. We're figuring it out. We're trying people on for size. We're following our hearts. We're listening to our intuition, hopefully. And, like, I don't know if you genuinely feel like this guy is like really likes you and he would date you and you're falling in love with him. I don't know if you're falling in love with him or if he's, if he's falling in love with you, that's something that you, you can find out. You can vibe it out from him or ask him or I don't know what you guys talk about, but it depends on what you want. If you, if you want a relationship with this guy and you think he wants someone with you, that's even better. Cause then it makes your whole tawdry, risque thing more legit. Then it like means like, Oh, well, yeah, maybe it's not ideal but these two people really loved each other and like they had to they're just going for it because like there are no rules in life so i support you it would be weirder if the ex-boyfriend and the friend worked together and you were kind of going to ruin their working relationship that kind of sucks but you know what again that's for the best friend to decide and if he's willing to step up to the plate and defend him dating you to his friend who is your ex-boyfriend then great like that would bum me out if if your ex boyfriend's best friend wasn't willing to talk about this to your ex boyfriend. That's shitty. If he wants to keep it a secret and he's not ballsy enough or man enough to be like, hey, by the way, I'm dating so and so. Yes, she's your ex girlfriend, but I really care about her and I want to. I want to. I want your permission to do this. Like, if he's not willing to do that, that would bum me out especially if you're liking him, you know, like he should be willing to do that. Cause that's what a man would do in a situation like that. Cause that's a, ha- a hard thing to do, but you're in a hard situation and that's like, that's the respectable way to handle it. And, uh, but yeah, I wish you guys both the best of luck and hope you uh, have a wonderful love story. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the show. The night, mm, should I take more phone calls? Uh, let me see. I'll take more phone calls. Area code 859. Am I on? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's going on?
1: Uh, I'm about to answer your question. Hold on.
2: (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I've had enough. Okay, I'm going to wrap up the show. I don't have time. For whatever reason, I feel like every time I go and do a show for longer than an hour, um, like that's when prank calls happen. I don't know what that is, Um, but that's. That's how I feel. All right, I'm going to check my boy crazy, uh, the ad on boy crazy Twitter, blah, 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 blah. All right, anything else exciting happening? No. All right, we did it. I feel good about this. Another successful boy crazy radio. I had other things I want to tell you. Um, Oh, here's something, just a tip for men in general. Um, So, the guy I'm dating, we met in Reno. I was in the hotel room, he knocked on the door. I'd been missing him. I hadn't seen him in a little bit. He brought me flowers. He brought me flowers. He bought them, and then like he bought them in the town that he was in, and then he took them on the plane to Reno, and they were beautiful. And they and and I and I kept them the entire five days we were together because I wanted to show him. I that that will never be unappreciated with me. When you give a girl flowers, it is the most beautiful, wonderful thing in the world. And I really hope I conveyed that to him because I like. I, like, got the flowers, and I let him know, like, this means so much to me. I love flowers. Like, when a man buys a woman flowers, and maybe I'm just talking about me, but I'm telling this to all the men listening, and I'm speaking for all the ladies who consider themselves, like, you know, like, my, uh, I don't know, my little sisters or my my friends in spirit or whatever, Uh, my boy crazy radio friends, I'm speaking for all these girls, uh, Get girls flowers. Flowers are epic. You can never buy a girl too many flowers. You're not a dick or a pussy or or lame if if you're always buying girls flowers. I'm sure you can't do it all the time. Maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you feel cheesy. Don't feel cheesy. Do it. Girls won't think you're lame. They'll just want to give you better blowjobs. Buy girls flowers. Flowers, flowers, flowers. There's so many different kinds of flowers. How about the new goal is Try to get your girlfriend every different kind of flower all the time. She'll never... If you buy her flowers one time, she's going to think you're never going to buy her flowers again because you've already checked flowers off the list. You've already checked getting your girlfriend flowers off the list. But then, why don't you fucking mind fuck her and just fucking shock her to the extreme uh, by getting her flowers again? And then she'll be like, fuck, he'll never buy me flowers again. And then do it again! Buy her flowers again! You know why? Because, uh... That'll make you the best. And then she'll say you're so great to all of her friends and to all of her friends' boyfriends, and you'll be the best boyfriend in the world. And everybody else will hate you, um, but, like, that's good. So, am I making any sense? Yeah, and your girlfriend will have more sex with you. I'm just speaking for me. If you were my boyfriend and you bought me flowers all the time, I don't want to be bossy. I'm not saying you have to. It was a happy surprise for me to get flowers. But I'm just saying, in theory, If I were your girlfriend, and I'm talking to some dude out there, I would just want to buy you presents, give you as many blowjobs, and do whatever you want me to do, barring anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. I would, uh, you know, exercise more to make sure my size gets smaller and tighter so I also have more stamina to have more sex with you. Uh, What else would I do? I would, uh, I don't know, lots of stuff. I would dress cooler uh, it's just lots of blowjobs. So that's what I'm saying. Just be really nice. Start fights less. All I want you to do is find these. Me- <laughs> all right. So that's what he did. Because I'm dating a wonderful person. All right. Men who buy girls flowers. And it's funny because his friend, who went to the farmers market with him to pick out the flowers that he got for me. That dude buys his fiance flowers all the time. So these great men apparently stick together. All right? So that's the lesson from me to you, guys, or boys, or man boys, or man children who are listening to Boy Crazy Radio right now. If you're cool enough to listen to this podcast and you think I know anything about anything or just a little bit about something, listen to what I'm saying. All right? And fucking start. Buying flowers. Can you imagine if some 18-year-old boy or 17-year-old boy started buying flowers for his girlfriend all the time in high school, like you're at a Rushmore or something, like you're Jason Schwartzman in Rushmore or whatever? Like, that's a fucking ballsy, cool move. That's, that's awesome. Men, start wearing more suits, up your dressing game, and buy your women flowers. It'll be a little Casanova. It's just a thing to do. It's a lesson of the night for men. Oh, And here's another bizarre thing that I didn't even realize would affect me because, yes, we all know I like getting flowers, whatever. Uh, And I'll be done with this rant in about 42 seconds, I think, maybe, hopefully. Here's what I couldn't believe blew my mind. The guy that I'm dating, I just realized he holds the door for me all the time. He holds the door for me. And I'll forget that that's, like, a thing. And then I'll realize he's holding the door for me. And you know what? I finally absorbed it, I understood, I noticed, I saw it, I took it in, I realized, my eyes were open, I observed it, and you know what, I love it, I appreciate it, and it's a big deal, I was like, fuck, he's old school, he's holding the door for me, I love this, so that's another thing, hold the door for women and buy them flowers, men, do what you want, but hey, if you try it my way, it could lead to great things and unexpected surprises and reactions from the women you do these things for. All right, I'm wrapping up the show. It's official. Uh, Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, To listen to the live show, you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash I'm Crazy. You can also – I already said this. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boycrazy. Crazy. Uh, if you can't call in during the live show, you can always tweet me your question on the day of the show, uh, or you can leave me a message on Boy Crazy voicemail, which is area code 888-666-2045. Um, oh, and stay tuned. I've been doing more Boy Crazy in Bed interviews, Alexi in Bed interviews, for this show that I'm producing uh, on my website, com. Ah, anyway. And uh, I have more interviews coming up. So next Monday will be the first of three interviews with Father John Misty. They're funny videos. You're going to enjoy them. Tell your friends. Follow me on Instagram at I'm Boy Crazy. I am just fucking rambling now. I'm going to play this out with a song. I really like this song. It's an Ariel Pink song. It's called Baby. It's sexy. Remember this. Have sex to it later or just pet yourself to it. I love you.
3: Offer coverage not available everywhere. For discounted phones, excludes taxes, Charges roaming and premium content subject to new line thirty-six dollars activation fee. Credit valid for and plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or call one eight hundred seven sixteen seven two one eight eight zero. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by of Reward card requires online registration.